1: Welcome back to my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker, and joining me today, I'm so excited. Uh, On this podcast, we like to entertain, because duh, we also like to inspire and to teach, and today's guest is going to do all three of those things, Lauren Wang, founder and CEO of The Flex Company. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, girl, hey. So stoked to be here, Taylor. So um, everybody knows that I'm the queen of TMI and nothing is more TMI than talking about our periods. But it actually is a very important thing that I really didn't understand the newness and the significance of talking about our menstrual cycles until I started to get to know your company, get to know you and research you. And it really is kind of like a relatively new thing. Um, I believe the term is the period revolution. That is the period revolution. Yeah, it's here. It's happening. It's happening. And but it's, it's relatively recent. No.
0: Yeah, really. And, you know, since 2015 is kind of when things have been heating up.
1: Okay, so we're going to get into the nitty gritty of the peer revolution. We're going to talk all about the Flex Company, but first things first. I really wanted to ask you. So, how did the Flex Company come about? To
0: be totally blunt with you, I had no intention of starting a company, no desire to start a company. I, I'm always like the person behind the person. Mm-hmm. I my background's in marketing, um, but I was getting yeast infections for fifteen years. And I tried more than 30 products from all over the world because I had this nurse practitioner say, look, I'm not writing another prescription for your yeast infection medication until you quit using tampons.
1: Really? And then you're probably like, well, what else is there? I'm like, literally
0: what else is there? And this is, you know, 2011. So basically between 2011 and 2014, 2015, I'm just trying to do all this research on period products, learning that basically they're all the same thing. They're just put in different boxes with different brands. They're from the same manufacturers and they all, so I I was basically wasting all this money and I was, I was pretty pissed off (laughs) Um, because nothing was working. My yeast infections weren't going away. And I'm like, why is, has there literally been no innovation in this space for over a hundred years? Right. And started talking to other people and, You know, most people don't have a problem with their period products. We just generally hate our periods. Oh,
1: totally. It's like, I always say this being a woman is so difficult because 50% of our lives is spent dealing with period bullshit. I mean, essentially like we have a week of out of a four weeks in a month, we have a week of, you know, pre period stuff, and then we have to actually deal with the period itself. So that's 50% of our lives that we're dealing with bullshit
0: yeah, totally. and people dread it you know I got my period on my wedding day. I had my uh-huh. period on my honeymoon.
1: Yes. <laughs> you just
0: got married you well,
1: you know we we're, were two women, right So we were like, <laughs> right. oh my God, when's your period coming and, and by the grace of God, it didn't rain on the wedding day and neither one of us got our periods. We oh wow right before, which was so lucky, but we're neither one of us is on birth control because not the one else can get pregnant yeah. from each other. But I mean, we, that's the thing too. I know you can, sometimes if you're working with a doctor medication, you can kind of, um, control your period, but it's not as easy as people make it sound. It's not, it's, you know, your period runs your life essentially. Totally. Yeah. And I also
0: wasn't on birth. Con- I, I don't, birth control doesn't work well for me. Not, not in terms of not getting pregnant. It just doesn't, right. oh, doesn't drive exactly. with my body. Psychotic. Yeah, true it point. does. True well, point. I was on it for so many years. And then I finally got off of it. I'm like, I'm a different person. <laughs> <laughs> who is that? Who is that person before? I don't want to know her, but I'm a different person now.
1: There was a study years ago that came out that said that um, when women are in birth control, they actually pick the opposite of who their proper mate should be. Yeah. Uh, and it's like super like cave y type stuff, like science yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's, I was, I mean, look around. A lot of your friends made some lifelong decisions while on birth control. I, I'm really? going to
0: blame my poor choice of exes on birth control. <laughs>
1: <Same>. <laughs> I was choosing men when in fact I was a lesbian. It really, really,
0: <laughs> really threw you for a loop there. <laughs> um, but yeah, so anyway, long story short, uh, really? talking to other people about their periods, people, you know, bloating, cramping, odor, pee string, oh. you know, wet diaper, all, yep. all of the lovely terms that we have to deal with. And um, and, and so I started hosting these like girls nights, basically at my apartment in San Francisco and people would come and we'd, we'd have like snacks and drink wine and we would dish on periods and, and it, they became really popular. Like people just wanted to come and talk about periods all the time. I'm like, this is kind of interesting. And then I started to have strangers from like Florida, like, Oh, my cousin is a bartender. And she told me you're making a new period product and I want to order it. I'm like, what are you talking about? I had this corporate job. I'm like, I don't, I don't have, I don't have anything. So I started working on it and, you know, fast forward, here we are, you know, five years since we launched the brand and we're the number one selling sustainable period care brand in the U S. And I think the reason why is because the products are so different than anything else on the market and,
1: and they work. Let's get into the products because I think it's so important for so many women listening right now. They share in a lot of our pff, complaints of periods and mm-hmm. you know what it's like, but I, but they may not know about the product. So for those people who don't know, please mm-hmm. explain like the intricacies of everything because it's actually, guys, it's fascinating and it's 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 game changing. It's life changing.
0: Yeah, it's pretty life changing. That's what. That's what our customers tell us, anyway. Um, so we are best known for our menstrual discs. Yeah. So they're kind of this. Um, I have one right here, but they're yep. flat. They look so big. People are like, "Oh my God, is that going to fit in
1: my body?" They I'm smush like, up. They, listen, up. girl, it gets
0: real thin. You push it back, it pops open, and I promise it's designed to fit ninety-nine percent of people.
1: Do you know what it reminds me of when I first used it? Because I was scared, right? Anything that looks different is scary. A shower cap. Um, no. And it actually looks like my mom's diaphragm that I found when I was little, but I don't want to talk about that story because that was traumatic. Oh, that's like, traumatic. It's little yeah. hats that I <laughs> talked about. The yamaka. <laughs> <It's> <yarmulke. laughs> so um, it kind of reminds me of my or when I used to use the Nuva That's how uh-huh. I like I insert yes. it the same. And it's actually way Way easier to insert than a tampon, like yeah. way easier. And actually, I know we're going to talk about this, Lauren, but our first period experiences. My yeah. first period experience, I, I used a tampon. I actually remember on your and, first period. Yes, and I Whoa. think that it was, it was available in the house. Oh I might have gosh. done like I did. I, I think I did. I was. I'm pretty sure that it was. My first period I got when I was like in school, in the bathroom, so I did the thing where I, you know, like toilet paper wrapped my underwear, like a diaper, and when I went home, I was very close to my parents, my dad's a doctor, my mom's just the best, so I felt very comfortable telling them about it, but I'm pretty sure my mom was like, you know what, just like try using this tampon, because my dad was outside the bathroom door singing, I Am Woman, Hear Me Roar, which is very (laughs) They sent me in there with with a tampon, and I remember thinking, cause I was like 13 and a half 14. I was like, I am a virgin. And I was like, no one's even gone near that area. And this is like a penis. Like, yeah. if, you know, it made me feel like something is inserted into my body. I remember feeling so like, how can I be a virgin and have this thing go inside of me? Yeah. And it was painful and traumatic and I gave up. And then I went to pads for years and years. And then eventually I don't even remember. I like Blacked out and put one in and then just never looked back. I truly, I honestly don't remember putting in a tampon for the first time. I remember trying, but not successfully.
0: Well, I'm, I mean, going straight for a tampon is, that's a lot. So, like, props to you. I think you're one of the, I don't know that I've met anyone else. I know there are other people in the world that start with tampons. I just don't know any of those people.
1: So, yeah. Kudos to you for being so confident. Well, I tried and failed and then became like the pad queen. And then my mom was like, it's okay. When we used to wear pads, we used to have to have belts attached to them. And I was like, oh my God, that sounds terrible. But even growing up for us, it was still pretty bleak. So
0: did you just like not go to the pool on your period? Not go to the beach?
1: I didn't, but I was on swim team growing up. That was like my thing. So I remember it was like, you know, my mom, my mom was really good at like letting me be sick and like get out of things. So that helped, but... I mean, I'm telling you, I must've been 16 or 17 when I probably got a tampon in quite frankly. Oh, wow. I know.
0: That's pretty pretty typical, but yeah, it's scary. And I I would say the same thing for cups and discs. Uh, We make menstrual cups and discs. And so all those feelings that we had when we're first learning to use tampons or even pads, it's like brings us back to that psychological state where we're terrified. But what people tell us is if they get over the hump and they decide to try it, that, all the benefits are so worth it. Um, and and like, don't take my word for it. Go to target.com and like read the reviews, go, go to amazon.com and read the
1: reviews. You take my word for it. I don't lie to you guys (laughs) life changing. It is game changing.
0: Yeah. So the way that the disc works is it sits around your cervix. So it doesn't sit inside of your vagina. So your vagina is free and clear, which a lot of people say helps with cramps. So not your premenstrual cramps, which are hormonal, right. but you're during your period, the feeling of bloating, cramping, fullness, because you have this hard, phallic object, like sitting inside of your vaginal canal. Yeah. Mouth. And well, um, well, let
1: me ask you a quick question because that's something I noticed yeah. when using the disc is that I actually because I used to have I have I have cramps before, of course, but cramps during are it's actually the worst. Yeah, using your product. I didn't really have them. So yeah. I was wondering how that works, though. I was like, is there like a like a solution inside of the, of the flex sticks? No, it's just no a way. No, it, it's
0: where you. it sits inside of your body. Yeah. So You have this space. If you go past the 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 vagina. Around the cervix, there's a space called the vaginal fornix and there's fewer nerve endings there in that space and it's wider. Oh. So it, it, that's exactly where flex sits, where flex fits inside of your body. So it is wow. soft and flexible and it gets, um, there's, uh, it gets softer when it's inside of your body, it kind of heats up, mm-hmm. um, to create a leak free seal when it's inside of your body. So, Wow. Yeah. So anyway, you can wear it for up to 12 hours. You know, you know this already, but yep. this is the only disposable product on the market that you can wear for 12 hours. Yep. And you also can empty it without using your hand. So you can go to the bathroom, pee, it empties itself out. You can use a clean finger to make sure that it's still in place, but honestly, you could just pee and empty it and keep going throughout your day. Um, And it holds up to three super tampons worth of blood.
1: So even for a heavy flow user, (laughs) it works. Heavy flow, wide wide set vagina over here. Yes. And it works. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And then let's also talk about the cup because I know the cup is something too that is a big part of the company, the flex company.
0: Yeah. Um, I'll tell you about the cup, but I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention, uh, the way that we went viral when we launched the menstrual disc, cause you can use it for mess-free period sex. I'm like, listen, I've dated women and men long-term. Yeah. And if you're two women, both on your period at the same time, yes, kind of a bummer. <laughs> yeah. So mess-free period sex is not just penetrative sex, but you can have penetrative sex with no mess. You can also have oral sex. Um, and it helps with the, it helps Prevent the odor because it's not exactly. cotton. It doesn't have all that bacteria sitting in it. Um, so, anyway, okay, on to the cup. There's lots of cups in the world nowadays. Um, our cup is the only cup in the world that was designed with this patented pull tab notch,
1: which is awesome because it does really mimic uh, a
0: yeah, so it was designed to be as easy to remove as a tampon. Yes. The stem is adjustable and it's super soft. So if you have a high cervix or a low cervix, it doesn't matter. You don't know like where your cervix is, that's fine too. But you can adjust. That would be the it. category.
1: I mean, I have no idea where the cervix lays, but well, somewhere it there. Around. It moves around. It moves around depending on the day. Yeah. As, as a woman and a lesbian, I know literally nothing about my vagina or anybody else's. Some it,
0: It moves around, uh, when you're aroused, it moves around during different phases of your cycle. Uh, sometimes it's slower, sometimes it's higher, but some people know, like some people are like, oh, I just know that I have a really high cervix. I don't know how you know that maybe through self-exploration or your doctor has told you or something, but anyway, so you can adjust this for different body types. And yeah, it was designed with a pull, um, tab that breaks the seal. So it helps prevent it getting stuck. I know that's a big concern. A lot of first time users have.
1: So, when was what was your first
0: period like? It was so it came pretty late. It came later than a lot of my friends. I, not late in the big scheme of things, but I think I was about four I was very close to turning 14 and uh my my fa- I'm from the South and my parents are, you know, conservative evangelicals and I remember that my dad came in and he gave me this promise ring and he made me promise not to have sex with anyone until I was married. But he also made me promise that I was married to him and married to God. And I just remember as like <laughs> a 13 year old, so creeped out like by this. And then he took me to this like knockoff Benihana restaurant. It was like the most <laughs> awkward dinner of my entire life. And to this day, I still cringe when I talk about it. Cause I'm like, I just remember him like, <laughs> sitting on my bed next to me. And I'm he's, like, you are now wedded to
1: me. And your husband and your father. <laughs> I'm like, Oh God. As if it's not bad enough news that now you're going to bleed from your body once a month for like very many decades, but now you have to marry your dad and God. I'm like, if I'm going to marry a man, it's not going to be you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm <laughs> It's too funny. Here's the thing though, too, that's so crazy. And I know I mentioned earlier about this period revolution and I do want to talk about it, but Talking about periods is so taboo. You were saying earlier how you would have these like, basically like book clubs for period talk and how people like, it was almost like, um, just word of mouth going viral, Yeah, these types of discussion. And it's because period conversation has been so taboo. And like, obviously, You and I are very comfortable having this conversation, but when I first started doing radio, I was working for Cosmopolitan Magazine, the female sex women's Bible. And they were like, no period talk, no graphic period talk. And like over the six years that I worked with them, they had they came a long way. And, but like, and they were phenomenal. And they started to get to a place where they really trust us to share our lives as almost like ambassadors of the brand. Yeah. And they got really great with it. But when we first started, they were print and print's very controlled. So yeah. Like, oh my God, what am I talking about? Period. Sex. Don't talk about that. And it's like, it was so taboo. I mean, Cosmos is one of the most progressive magazines and brands for, I mean, forever for women. So the fact that it was even taboo for that brand speaks volumes to the issues around talking about our periods but think about this we all have our first period stories it's like yeah talk about the first boners but we can't talk about our first periods it's crazy totally
0: yeah and and guys talk about porn and all kinds of disgusting things i
1: mean i remember college (laughs) with my guy friends and like around like 1 a.m they'd be like penis watch and like pull their penises out and not at not show Oh their my God. I, I mean, really, yeah. very normalized.
0: Right, 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 right. Yeah, having yeah, yeah. That and having to be socially
1: acceptable, I think yeah. we should be able to talk about our periods, you know? What year were you working at Cosmo? 20, let me think, 2006 is when I started. 2006. Yeah. And, yeah. And, um And it, it took them a couple years to get comfortable, but I even saw the narrative changing while I was working there. I think that we probably... Ended our partnership f- through SiriusXM around 2012. So uh-huh. I saw a lot of progress over those six years when it came to, you know, Cosmo's kind of like what we can do for men for such a long time. And near yeah. the tail end, it started to become like what men can do for us, which I appreciated.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That is an interesting change. It, it's I think social media has had an outsized impact on like what people can and can't talk about, right? Totally. And- social media has paved the way for artists like Little Nas X, right? To be able to do the things that he does. And if you look back at like Frank Ocean, when Frank Ocean came out as being bi back in 2000, oh God, I don't even know, 12 or something. It was so controversial. But I think now all these things that used to be considered taboo are like not nearly as taboos they used to be anymore because we control the narrative of social media. right? But but periods specifically, I think, You know, I couldn't get any investors interested. And as soon as I would open my mouth and say, period, or like period product, like, no, 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 no. It didn't matter if it was men or women and all the male investors or go, go talk to the female investors. And the female investors were like, ew, who are you? Like, what are you talking? Bro, like, so it's like no it was ew, crazy. I mean like, no f- one has ew. innovated in this space in over a hundred years. Like this is exactly what you guys are saying you want innovation. Like here's true, meaningful innovation. Right. But when you're coming up with like a new, you're trying to create this new paradigm of, you know, there are other products in the world, like we need to bring them out into the light and into the forefront and into social media so that people that have these period problems can see them, find them, buy them, try them try to solve some of their real, real problems. Right. Um, but it took a long time for, for anyone to, to kind of listen to me. And I really learned two things, Taylor. The first was to, um, you know, be really honest about my personal experience and, and start talking about my yeast infections right. as embarrassing as that was to me at the time to like go into a boardroom with a bunch of dudes and start talking about having a yeast infection for 15 years it made more sense to them why I would start the company and why it was so personal. The second thing was I learned that I had to get them to kind of like find a way to get an emotional link into them. Meaning if, if I'm talking to non-menstruators and they don't have all this baggage and feelings and emotions around their periods and understand what period products are or anything like that. I'm like, what is something that all men know? Ah, period sex Uh so I would start my pitch and I would say do you enjoy having sex with women and almost all of them are like "Uh Uh (laughs) Uh (laughs) uh-huh (laughs) uh-huh have you ever been rejected by a woman because she was on her period and every time I guarantee you, oh yeah (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah. That was terrible. <laughs> but you get them to start nodding, right? right? And 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 then they're listening to you cuz you're like Bringing them into this moment where they're like familiar with the problem. If I go in and start talking about cramps and bloating and leaking and, and even odor,
1: infections, right?
0: Because that's the matter. That like, what yeast infection? My ears just literally closed. Exactly, exactly. So I found this way, and so I started pitching the product as like a product for mess-free periods. So even though it's clearly not that. Like, it's right. about so many other things. But that was kind of like my Trojan horse door to get people to talk about the product, and then that's we got genius. featured. We That's, got featured on the front page of TechCrunch and we went viral all over the world. So it was kind of that um just like figuring out what would get people talking.
1: You know what? Know your audience. <laughs> That's a lesson. <laughs> yeah. And also, men are narcissists. So you had to appeal to this thing that with what's the one thing with periods that affects them? sex. It's literally genius. It really is. I also don't want to talk about how you did get criticized for kind of using that Trojan horse, if you will, to market. I mean, I really think, I mean, I'm I'm hoping that now that dust has settled and they see the greater good of things, but it's wild how you're working against all these different different groups of people trying to appeal to the commonality, the greater good for everybody, and getting resistance at every corner. So how do you deal with that?
0: Like, that was kind of the other issue As a bisexual woman. I'm like, hello, <laughs> like, there's yeah. like a bigger thing that you're not talking about here. Um, and honestly, I just, you know, stuck, like I'm here for customers. We, um, I guess design our products in partnership with customers. Like they're designed to solve real problems, like the removal, for example, and it's literally co-designing products with real people. And that is why I go to work every day. That is why I don't really care what anyone says. If they don't like what we're doing, that's that's fine. That's totally fine. And there's no one right product for everyone. Um, but we have impacted a lot of people very positively. And I think that is what, yeah, that's what keeps me going.
1: You have revolutionized the entire industry, though. And you've raised the quality of life for women. I mean, that is... Nothing to sneeze at. This is, I mean, this is really where, like you said, the period revolution, you are at the forefront of it. Like you said, it's been how many years since you, since there's been any advancements in period uh, menstrual technology? I mean, yeah, it's
0: really been over a hundred years. I mean, I would say,
1: yeah, I would say that the, um,
0: the woman who very first created the menstrual cup that was back in 1937, that was very revolutionary. Wow. And then after her, there's another woman who created the menstrual disc, although she didn't call it the menstrual disc. And that product never really saw the light of day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had found it in my journey to trying to make um a, a different kind of menstrual cup, honestly. And um and connected with them and uh later ended up buying their company. I made my own version of the disc and then I went back and later bought their company too. So we sell two brands of discs now. Um, but that, I think that was the disc was created in the
1: 1990s. Um, so So do you, so do you think that it's, is it a lack of, like you said before investors wanting to touch such a, which is so crazy. It's like, you're all welcome for life. Our periods provide that, but like nobody touch it. Nobody talk about it. It's really wild. So do you think that that's it? Or do you think it was like a lack of proper marketing or maybe a combination of the two? I
0: think I think they were just really early to market like that the technology was right the innovation was there they got they raised a lot of money um but it's really expensive to manufacture it's really um expensive to advertise and they didn't have social media so we have the benefit of being able to reach a mass audience and have people try the product and like post videos about it on TikTok and post videos about it on Instagram and YouTube and those people who are real customers are the ones that get the word out for us. So we're doing a lot to educate the market and to try to get people to understand um, that there are other options out there. Even if you don't use our products, there's lots of different period products out there to, to try.
1: So what can we as consumers do? I mean, I'm an actual user and I love the product. So, I mean, here we are talking about it of course, but like what else can we do as consumers to really spread the word? I mean, I want to support companies that I believe in, but even more so, I want women to have a better experience in their literal lives. I mean, fifth, like we said earlier, fifty percent of our lives are kind of controlled by our period. So if you can knock off a week of torture, that's yeah. now three fourths of our lives that we get back. You know? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I think one thing is just
0: talking. Start. Asking other people, like ask around if you haven't before, if it hasn't naturally come up at dinner, you'd be surprised it's pretty interesting dinner conversation. Yeah. Um but but, but people are always like, maybe it's PMI, but da, 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 da da. But you'd find you'd be surprised. A lot of people are actually very open to talking about periods. Um, I think it's important to educate the next generation, younger people um, about their bodies, about periods. I mean, sex sex ed is only mandated in I think 23 states. Wow! So people aren't getting basic information about their health and their bodies. So if you have a young person in your life, just making sure that they understand and feel comfortable with their bodies, that they can name their body parts, for example, and those types of things create ripple effects that create positive change over time. So you don't have to buy anything to be a part of the period revolution. Uh, You could just have conversations. And I think those conversations help to normalize things and, um, put, put our health back into our own hands.
1: And if people are listening and they want to get the product, where can they get the product? You can get
0: the product at flexfits.com. That's our website. You can also get it at target CVS, Walgreens, Rite aid, Uh, and our least favorite place, (laughs) (laughs) amazon.com. I know. I know I'm with you. I'm yeah, but please don't buy it from Amazon. (laughs) Buy it from Target or like buy it from.
1: Yeah. They have online delivery too. I know when we were planning the wedding, I can't tell you how many (sighs) Amazon boxes showed to my parents. And I was like, God damn it. Uh, You know, I mean, but I will, we offer free shipping.
0: On okay. It's.com. So okay. you don't have to go to Amazon for fast and free shipping,
1: <laughs> but
0: yeah, girl, it's yeah. Every time my husband orders something from Amazon, I'm like, Oh, please. You couldn't <laughs> buy that from the local market.
1: I know it's we're at least we're, we're talking about the issue. We have to acknowledge the problem. Then we can start to fix the problem. So yes, oh we're all seeing it um and just real quick before i let you go lauren what is your one piece of advice you have for female entrepreneurs because i mean your story is so inspiring against all odds you've created something that is changing women's lives so and i know you were met with a lot of barricades and resistance so what's your piece of advice for female entrepreneurs yeah i appreciate
0: that um you know you're never going to be ready and you're never going to be perfect you're never going to feel ready you're never going to feel perfect because you're not none of us are perfect and entrepreneurship is really a lot more about how you deal with failures how you deal with struggle how tenacious you can be um but just get if you have an idea if you're passionate about something just get out there and get started um you know i have no i didn't go to business school like right. i didn't know anything about manufacturing or regulatory, like I told you, I'm just from a a small town in Georgia and I had a real passion about this, about this problem and about serving other people and have, you know, built my entire life around helping people who menstruate have more comfortable lives. And that is what drives me. So if you have something in your life that drives you just get out there and start working on it.
1: And you had a lot of notes in this process. So I think too, right? Like, thousands. Like all nose. So <laughs> I heard through the grapevine that Chris Jenner shopped around keeping the Kardashians for like a decade in Hollywood. Wow. She got all the no's. And now, I mean, lo- what, what, whatever you feel about the Kardashians, we cannot deny that they are this very successful female brand. Um, yeah. So yeah, so just, just know that all the people who you admire and look up to, they probably exclusively got no's until they got that one Yes.
0: Yes that could could not be more accurate, couldn't be more accurate. And as long as you're you're doing something that other people want, genuinely want and genuinely need, you're going to be on the right track.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Lauren, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. I had a blast. Thanks so much for having me. Me too, girl. Come back anytime. We'll talk periods all the time. We'll talk in-depth period sex. I have a period sex story that is... Horrifically funny, but you is... can't leave me on that. Fine, fine, <laughs> fine, fine, real quick. So, had I had your product, I would not have ever experienced this—the most awkward moment of my life. So, um, up until I met my now wife, I exclusively dated men, um, and I was hooking up with this guy. He looked like a young George Clooney. And I wish I had realized that sooner because I didn't really appreciate him more like I should have appreciated him more than I did. But we were I did him when I was like young and like partying phase and just like the whole shebang. So we were like late night partying and um we might have I, I guess the point is I might have been a little tipsy. That's the point of it. And I didn't I'm somebody who I kinda know when my period's coming, but like not really. You know, you know, right? I, Um, yeah, I never know. I think men just think we automatically know, but like, we don't. It surprises all of us. Yeah. Why is that? I'm like, (laughs) I'm being such a bitch. I'm so upset. I'm very depressed. And then all of a sudden I get my period every month and I'm like, oh, (laughs) I'm being so insane. It happened to me last week. Was, this is my job. you think I would know what my period is. <laughs> right? we've, been, we've been dealing with this for, what, two decades at least? Yeah. It's like, yeah. how do I not know that this is what's happening every single month? So I didn't know I was going to get my period. We ended up hooking up that night, and I woke up in the morning, and it looked like a crime scene. Yeah. There, it was like blood on the sheets, blood on the walls. I guess we were having... <laughs> he was covered. It was yeah. like... It was like American psycho shit. It was horrific. And I all I could think of was like, this is so embarrassing. I am so gross. How can I fix this? So luckily he was like a a very deep sleeper. So I like cleaned up around him. I like Clorox wiped his face, his body. He had it all over him. Same me. I mean, I can jump in the shower, but like, how am I gonna get the sleeping man clean? (laughs) Oh my gosh. I like rip the sheets off. And I honestly, to this day, when I look back, I'm like, he was being polite. And pretended to sleep through it. <laughs> There's <is> no way you <laughs> and we being could sleep through that. But I just remember, like, like just in such a frantic panic, oh. trying to clean up because I was so embarrassed. And he wasn't my boyfriend, so I felt yeah. like maybe, like, we were hooking up consistently, but he wasn't like we were in a relationship. Relationship, but how unfair, right? That I'm like shouldering. We engage in activity together, and right. you know, I am shouldering the responsibility the next day. And right. You know, I mean
0: imagine if semen were red. It would just be everywhere. Right? It would be everywhere. It would be in so many places. There wouldn't be hotels. They're just
1: <laughs> I never thought of it that way. See, you really do think outside the box. That's genius. <laughs> you just made me instantly feel so much better. It's like, oh yeah, are you kidding me? They're like all over the place, all the all time. All over the place, <laughs> all over the place. The computer screen, the desk, like <laughs> your ugh. cell phone. You Bar your cell phone, definitely yours. Definitely your cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So yes, there's my period sex story. So had I had um, my flex disk in, that would not have even been an issue. Imagine yeah. that. Imagine that.
0: Uh, it was, thank you for sharing that, that little story with me. You're welcome.
1: I felt like you deserve, I felt like you earned it. You deserve it. (laughs) Uh, Lauren, thank you so much for joining. Really. Anytime you want to come back, I'd love to have you on. You are so fun, funny, and, uh, inspiring. I really appreciate it. Oh, thanks. I had a blast. Um, you guys, that is it for us today. Uh, Lauren, just real quick before I let you go, where can people follow you? Where can people, uh, get more information on flex? Uh, what are all the deeds? Yeah, we're on social. Our handle is just at
0: Flex. Um, on TikTok, we're weird Flex, but okay. Everywhere else, we're just four letters Flex. Uh, you can get our products on FlexFits.com, Target, Wal- uh, Walgreens, CVS, Friday all the places, and you can, my, um, my Instagram handle is linked to our at Flex Instagram, so you can follow me on there.
1: You guys, that's it for us this week. Have a fantastic rest of your week. Until next week, bye, girl, bye.